Welcome to The Girls' Room. I'm your host, Marissa Quintalmo. The Girls' Room is a safe space where we talk about all things uncomfortable, challenging, and oftentimes gross that come along with womanhood. Tune in every week for a new glamorous episode. Oh my god, that sounded really fucking bad. Wow. All right, welcome back, everybody. What's going on? How are we doing? Did you guys miss that? I know it's been two weeks without me burping into your fucking eardrums. I know you missed it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the girls' room. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to be back today. We have so much shit to catch up on, and literally so much shit. Just wait, wait for it. I will fill you in on that part. But welcome back. I'm so excited. Buckle on those seatbelts. We're going for a fucking crazy ride today. And when I say that, we all know who I am and that my life is not that fucking crazy. So let's take the expectations down a little bit and let's put on those seatbelts and get ready and let's ride. Ooh, that sounded so cheesy. All right. So yeah, welcome back. It's been two weeks. I know that I said last time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to post what I'm going to post. Maybe I'll post next week. Maybe I'll post the week after. And I think I'm just trying to be more lenient and more kind with myself this year because I do put a lot of pressure on myself with podcasting. I do put a lot of pressure on putting out on the dates that I say I'm going to put out. I just want to show up for everybody, you know, whether that's for everybody who's listening or whether that's just for me as well. I'm still having a hard time finding balance between wanting to put out for other people and learning to take a break when it's becoming too much for me. But I'm sure we'll get into that somewhere later in the episode. So before I get too ahead of myself, let me reel it back in and let's start from the beginning. So we are going to be continuing the conversation of realistic goals and aspirations or whatever you kind of want to call them because I feel like I say goals But it's more so like I'm setting a new mindset and I'm setting new aspirations for the years. Because when I think of goals, I think of like something that needs to be completed in a certain amount of time. I mean, I guess that's kind of what I'm, I don't know. Like when, okay, so when I think of goals, I think of like learn to do 50 push-ups before the year ends. Read 15 books this month. Like I think of that as a goal. Let's actually look up what the definition of a goal is. The object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. Okay, so I feel like that wasn't really that helpful. So yeah, we're still going to talk about it anyways. We're still going to talk about these goals, aspirations, whatever you want to call them, whatever you think they are, whatever sounds best to you. And if you don't do any of this, that's okay too. No one says you fucking have to. I don't know why it became a thing that we do this in the new year. I guess it's just because like we feel like it's a fresh start. We feel like it is an opportunity to reset. But like, I think I said this last time, but I don't get like why we don't have that mindset every single day. Like waking up like this is a fresh start. This is a new day or even like every hour. I don't know. I feel like there's so many opportunities to reset and to reinvent yourself to change your mindset like do all of these amazing things but like we only imagine them in the new year or like for these bigger milestones like a new month or a new week like why can't we do it every day every hour I don't know something to think about maybe that could be something that I work towards this year too is to reframe my mindset more often and not wait for a new month or not wait for a new year just do it now you know focus on the now focus on the present type shit 
All right, we're getting sidetracked already. So last time we spoke, we talked about these goals, talked about these ambitions, talked about this mindset that I was changing for myself. And it was all surrounding health and fitness because personally, I feel like health and fitness goals are the biggest goals ever. And if you fucking look it up on Google, those are the top two most common goals are about exercising more, going to the gym more, losing weight, all about just changing your body and changing your health and well-being habits. And it just makes me sad to think that and that all these companies capitalize on that and capitalize on our insecurities and make us feel like we need to do all of these things and change ourselves when we don't have to do that at all. And I used to be one of those people who was really, 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 really into those goals. Like I said, 20 fucking goals basically all around health and fitness and really fucking hard goals too, I might add around health and fitness in 2020 and years past. But going into 2021, I really worked on changing my mindset of exercising and moving my body when my body felt up to it, when my mind felt up to it. Because there were so many times in the past where I would use it as a punishment and I would use it as a way of self-hatred. And so in 2021, I learned to listen to my body more and be in tune with myself. And I want to continue that in this year as well. But another thing that I want to focus on also is thanking my body and praising my body and appreciating and recognizing all that it does for me. Because I take my health and well-being and just my body in general for granted every single fucking day. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I really fucking notice this. And I also got another glimpse of this this past weekend where I got sick. Like I really should have been more appreciative of my body when it was healthy. But at the same time, I got to stop and recognize like when I was sick and when my body was fighting off whatever sickness I was going through, whatever stomach bug I was going through, think like, okay, you are doing awesome. Like, I'm really proud of you. This is really hard on you. This is really tough, but you're getting through this and I'm proud of you. And being able to practice that mindset just allows instant praise and gratification and so much serotonin boost. Like, I never knew it could feel this good to just be nice to myself. You know, like, it always feels nice when someone else says kind things to me or hypes me up or is just a kind person all around. But I could do that for myself. And that's something that I didn't realize. And I think that I owe a lot of praise and thank you to the accounts that I followed in this past year at Zozo Row. I might be saying that wrong. It might be Zoe Zoe Rowey. Zoe, Zoe Rowe, I don't know. I will put the link to her account in the description and also Serena Carrigan. Also, I think I'm butchering that name, but SFK, Serena fucking Carrigan. Oh, I can't say, I have no idea. But they really put an emphasis on self-confidence and speaking kindly to yourself and talking to yourself like you're your best friend. And I've really embraced that not really last year, but more so this year of just being kinder to myself and focusing on how amazing I am and how amazing my body is and all the things that it does for me. And I've been really working on that. And in all the times that I've been moving and all the times that I've really just had the moment to stop and notice, it's really a fuck. I keep saying really, but it's really an awesome thing to do. So I encourage you to do that as well. I don't know if I shared my goals last time. I think I did. I probably did. But that is one of my goals for this year is to be nice, to be kind to myself, recognize my body and how amazing it is. So 
I feel like that was kind of boring. So, <laughs> so let's move on. So we're going to continue the conversation today of talking about realistic goals. Because in the past, we all know, I set these crazy fucking ambitious goals that no one could possibly achieve. And then it led to this endless cycle of self-hatred and doubt and being mean to myself and never accomplishing anything, yada, yada, yada. So we're not fucking doing that anymore. I'm setting myself up for success. I am setting myself up to not feel like dick and balls about myself anymore. So if you want to know how I do that, listen to this episode. So step one in how I do that is a self-fucking-reflection. I cannot even put enough emphasis on how important that is to do. Whatever way that you want to do that, whether that's by writing and that's the key that I use, whether that's by talking to someone, whether that's by having a sit down with your therapist and breaking this down, I don't know what other forms that you could possibly, maybe you could do in some sort of art form and just like talk, maybe you sing, maybe you write a song about it, I don't fucking know. It doesn't have to be like this huge creative thing. Just reflect on yourself and what you did in the past year, what was working, what didn't work, and what you want to do better and what you want to learn this year and the things that you want to work on. That for me is a fucking key. It is the greatest, like I look forward to this so much. And like the weird thing for me is that I used to always look forward to doing this in the new year and I don't know why I didn't just do it whenever the fuck I wanted to. I was so focused on like this big milestone of new year, time to reset, time to reflect when really we could be reflecting at any time. But besides the point, we know that now we will stop doing that. In the new year, I really looked forward to this big reflection. And this year, it was glorious. It's always like a 12 page spread for me. I really break down my whole life and talk about my goals from the past year and what wasn't working, what was working and how I want to fix things and how I want to get better, what I want to focus on and try and practice this year. And it feels really great to deep dive into my mind that much and really break all these things down and have them for me personally pen on paper so then I can look back on it in years time or in months time, etc. And what I'm doing differently, because in years past, I used to write out my goals, but I would literally just write it out. I had no plan. I had no idea where to go and I just focused so much on the end goal. I didn't care about the journey and what it took to get there, all the growth that I would have to go through, the highs and the lows, the mistakes that I would make. I didn't think about any of that. I was just like, okay, I'm going to achieve this one thing. I have no idea how, but I wrote it down on paper, so it's going to happen. But one of the big things in this reflection that I do is that I really envision myself participating in this goal or this mindset that I have and I write out how I'm able to get there and what things are able to help me like for an example I talked about how I wanted to do one positive thing for my mind and my body and my enjoyment daily and I wrote out a list of things that bring me enjoyment as of right now which make me happy which are good for my mind and body so if I need a reminder when I'm looking at this in a few weeks or a few months when I'm feeling like I'm off track I can look at this and remind myself like okay These are the things that make me happy. These are the things that I want to do. These are the things that you can incorporate and start practicing. So I think it's really important to have a plan when you are making these goals for yourself and when you are creating this mindset because it's really easy to say that you want to do something, but it's also just as easy to forget that something and to fall off track. So 
it's hard to keep yourself motivated and to keep yourself going and to work towards that goal. But if you have it already written down in a plan with you, use it like your own personal cheat sheet to your own success. All right, so now you might be thinking, okay, we did the reflection, we wrote in our journal, but now how do we make these goals realistic? And this is the fun part, wait for it, more reflecting. Not only just reflecting, but trial and error, because this has to be so personal to you and what you respond to best and what type of goals and the structure you respond to best. So what I learned through trial and error is that setting these loose goals is what works best for me. I'm not the type of person who can set a goal saying, I need to do something in X amount of days. I need to do it by this date. I need to do this amount of things. My goals are very loose and they are very casual. By not setting these timestamps, by not setting all these numbers, it really allows me to have the freedom to go at my own pace and to go at my own time. If I want to go slow, I can go slow. If I want to go fast, I can move fast. There's no timeline that I need to compare it to. I'm going at the pace that feels best for me. And I feel like through that, it really allows me to focus on the journey more rather than just the end goal. I get to take my time. I get to focus on the growth, focus on what I'm learning and what's working well and what isn't. Basically for me, it's all about the experience that I'm having and what I'm getting out of it rather than like, okay, I completed something in 30 days. Like, woohoo, I did it. Like, yes, it feels good to accomplish something, but when I was doing that, I really wasn't getting anything out of it. I was just getting the clap on the back that I was giving myself. And I feel like when I was setting goals like that, I just kind of wanted to skip all the bullshit and skip all the bad and just go straight to the good at the end, like go straight to the finish line. But what I used to think of as the bad is probably the most important part to me now. So you have to figure out what style works for you because some people might be listening and being like, okay, well then what the fuck is the point of setting a goal if you're just going to be so loosey-goosey about it? But that is just what worked for me. Maybe more rigid goals works for you. Maybe you want to set them by a certain time, a certain date. You want to do X amount of things. You want to have 25 goals and that might be good for you and your style, but you just have to figure that out for yourself because everybody needs something different And I feel like we are so programmed to make everything like a competition and to think like, okay, well, this person did 10 goals. I need to do 11. And this person did it by this date, so I need to do it sooner. And everything becomes a competition and we lose focus of ourselves and why we're actually doing things. So I feel like a lot of times we lose sight of why we're doing things and we're just so end goal focused rather than reminding ourselves like, okay, why did we start this in the first place? Is it actually making me better or am I just really trying to reach that end goal and feel like I accomplished something? Because I feel like if something isn't actually working for you and you realize that and you take a step away from it or you stop doing it or you take a break, I think that's something to be celebrated and that's something to be proud of rather than just finishing something to finish it, you know? Okay, we kind of got off track there, so I'm going to try to reel it back in and get back to the realisticness and I guess just kind of why this works best for me. And I'm not trying to, like, get everybody to do this. I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah, everyone, fuck your goals, don't have any dates on them, do whatever. I Like, this is just, again, what works for me. I don't know shit about shit. We all know that. I am just trying to help. So... Another reason that this is my shit is because when I used to set 
the goals of I need to do something in X amount of days, I need to do X amount of times a week, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't allow for time where I wouldn't actually be able to do something. Say if I were super busy that day or I were on vacation or I was sick and I just physically was not able to participate in that goal that I was setting, I would feel like absolute dick and fucking balls and butthole too. I would feel like the whole damn thing and I would just get so upset with myself and be so hard on myself. And I was really reminded of that this weekend. I mentioned how there was a lot of shit that I needed to catch you up on. And this is the shit that I'm catching you up on. So I got really sick this past weekend. I had a stomach bug and I was just... The only thing, basically, okay, to sum up, the only thing that I was able to do was sit on the couch and sit on the toilet, essentially. So I could not get anything productive done. But with the mindset that I have now, I realized that is okay. You are allowed and you should be taking this time to rest and recover. Your body is clearly telling you that you need it. And I was lucky that I wasn't working. I was lucky I had the time off and I was able to do that. And usually in the back of my mind in years past, I'd be like, okay, well, I still have to do this. I have to do that. And I still have to go to the gym today. I still have to fucking work out today. I said I was going to do it for 30 days straight. What am I doing? How am I going to be able to complete these things? Oh, I'm such a failure. And it was just all of this extra added stress. And it always added the feeling that I was a failure. But being in the present now and realizing like, okay, you're fine. Just take a chill pill. There's no rush. Get back into things when you want to get back into things. And that is why I love the goals that I set for myself. But maybe there is a way to set more structured goals and to give yourself some space and give yourself some breathing room and give yourself some sick days, some rest days and stuff in there. But I just didn't really know how to do that. And I still don't even know how to do that. It's this hard balance that I'm trying to find in my life of having structure, but also being lenient with myself. I noticed recently that I wrote out these goals and I wrote out these aspirations and all these amazing things that I want to do to better myself because it's the new year. And also surprise, surprise, I just moved into my own apartment. And with that, I figured that this is going to make me better myself. I'm going to start doing all these things to care for myself. I'm going to do all these things to care for me and to make myself great and to focus on my mental health and my physical. Like I'm going to get up every day. I'm going to drink a glass of water. I'm going to journal when I wake up. I'm going to read before bed. I'm going to take care of myself and eat these good foods and yada, 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 and et cetera, et cetera. And these things all sound amazing, right? And when I'm writing them down in my journal, I'm doing this reflection. Like I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's fucking go. And then I like wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for my mind and my body to tell me when, when it's coat time, when it's time to get out of bed. And then it's like, all right, yeah, it'll tell me, it'll give me some sign eventually. And I think that my mind and my body does sometimes give me some false flags, some false notifications that I should always, always be resting. And I do have to find that balance of where I do actually get up and I do these things for myself. And when I do get up and I do them, I feel so great after. It's just hard to kind of find that motivation to keep going. Because if I truly just sat down and I listened to my mind and my body, I think it would only tell me to sit on the couch and watch Below Deck all day. I don't think it would actually tell me to move or that it would tell me to write or do something to better myself. It's like, okay, watch TV and sit on the couch all day. That's good. That's good, right? And yes, at the same time, it is good and it's something that makes me really happy and I feel great after. But I do need to also work on motivating myself and having a bit of structure. So what I did last night was I really want to start getting back into the swing of things. I'm feeling better. I'm on my feet. I'm not shitting my brains out anymore. 
I'm able to eat, things like that. So last night when I was in bed, I was like, okay, let me try to set a morning routine. And these are, this is something that I've done in the past. I've set a lot of morning routines, but the problem is that I would set like 90 fucking things in this routine. I'd be like, wake up, meditate, journal, water, exercise, do this, do that, grocery store, and then run about. And then I was just like, okay, it's just the morning. It's just the morning routine. That's like maybe an hour max. I'm setting a 24-hour schedule to fit into one hour. That's not possible. So last night I reeled it in. I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to read for 15 minutes. I'm going to shower. I'm going to eat breakfast. Maybe I'll write after, like write in my journal or just like write out my day-to-day of what I want to do change into my clothes because I needed to write that down just in case I had to be reminded and then start your errands. And that was so great for me to do. But what I think worked for this is that I used both structure and that I was also lenient at the same time. I didn't say I needed to be out of the house by 10 a.m. I didn't say that I needed to be done by a certain time. I needed to fit in an hour. I just did it. And it honestly worked really well and when I got home after doing all these things I was like hell fucking yeah I did that and as I was even going through like I read for 15 minutes I was like you know what I want to read a little bit more like this is good this actually went by faster than I thought I thought it might be hard to read 15 minutes as soon as I woke up I thought it would be hard to jump right back into the next thing of showering and eating breakfast and having a little bit of structure but also working on being lenient is something that is working too and I need to figure out a way to keep working that into my day-to-day life and with everything that I'm doing not just in the morning maybe in the day maybe in the night so yeah I also dropped a little surprise bomb in there let's go back to that that's something that I also want to talk about too is that I just expected moving into an apartment like I have wanted to live on my own for so long it has been my dream When I was living at home and I was living at my mom's house, I would say like, oh, I would journal every single day if I lived on my own. Yeah, I would probably move my body more if I lived on my own. Yeah, I would have like this whole morning routine and I would just like be great to myself every single day. Yeah, when I live on my own, I'll start drinking a glass of water as soon as I wake up. Yeah, I just can't do it now. This just like isn't the environment for it. And I just really had this big triumphant mindset of, okay, well, when I move out and I have my own space and I make it my own. All these things are going to happen, but it's not about where you are. It's about what you're doing. And I'm really glad that I had this opportunity and I've had this experience to realize that. And now it's time to kind of put what I know and put what I've learned into action and start working to better myself. But yeah, it's been quite an experience. I did spend a good portion of it in the bathroom, which I'm so lucky that I decorated the, like, my bathroom is the only part of the apartment that's, like, fully done. It is the only part that I've really decorated that I put a lot of hard work into, and it is beautiful, and I'm so glad because I've spent the most time in there so far. I got really good use out of my toilet. I've gotten really great use out of the hand soap pumper thing that I bought. It's going great, but besides that, in all honesty, it is awesome and I think already in this short period of time that I've been here I've already learned so much and it's so cool when you just get to have so many life lessons out of like every single day life like I realized through moving to a new space all these new things about me and for that I'm so grateful so that's all I have for you guys today I really appreciate you all taking the time to listen and I really hope you're able to get something out of it I love you guys so much I will be back at some point.
Not going to say when because who fucking knows, but I will be back. I love you guys so much. Thanks for the continuous support. Thank you for allowing me to be me and share all these things and be my true and honest self. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Wait, I didn't say love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Girls Room. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at thegirlsroom underscore pod. See you next week for an all new episode.